Hello, friends. Oh, guess what? Today I am recording my 100th episode. And I'll be honest with you, this completely snuck up on me. Like I had in my head all of these things I can do for my 100th episode. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do all these things. And I haven't done it yet. So here I am recording because I believe in consistency. So I'm going to get this episode out on time. But I do want to recognize how insanely fabulous it is that I get to sit here and talk to you guys about things that maybe you didn't think about or maybe you did think about but you just wanted someone else's perspective on it. I mean it's just an amazing thing that I get to do here so believe me if I didn't like what I did (laughs) I wouldn't do it. Like I don't do things that I don't absolutely love and am passionate about And podcasting is definitely on my list of things that I am passionate about. I love that this opportunity to do this podcast has also brought me several clients. I think it's amazing that I've met people from all over the world that have came into my orb and just wanted to learn more from me or wanted to say thank you or even just left me a review to say thank you, even if they didn't actually talk to me. The amount of sincere gratitude I have for this entire experience is amazing to me. So I do want to share that with you guys, my faithful listeners, the people who like to hear me talk. Um, It doesn't go unnoticed. And I mean, I I would do this even if there was one listener, even if there was just one person that was like, wow, thank you so much for sharing. Like, I know I would still do this because it feels so good to me. But the fact that I have so many listeners and I know I'm going to reach 10,000 downloads before my year of doing podcasting is just, it's just a huge blessing to me. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me. And in the future, I am going to be planning something for my year anniversary. So please stay tuned. I think I am going to set up a message system where you guys can call in and record a message about the podcast and then play that for people because I just think that'll be a lot of fun. So if you want to be included in that, join the email list if you're not already. I know I will keep that updated for the email people, um, but also I will be adding more updates in the future. As soon as I figure out how to do that, I will be doing updates um, about calling in because I think that would just be a fabulous way to bring in this anniversary. So, all right, guys, we're going to go ahead and talk today about something that's been on my mind. And it's something I talk about a lot, but just not from this perspective. And I know I'm going to trigger some people with using these words, but I'm calling it emotional hoarding because I'm telling you right now, that's what it feels like. So let's go ahead and get started on today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life. No, this is a complete 
transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. You guys have heard me talk about my membership um, that's coming up here. I'm actually going to be doing the first course this next week and releasing it to the six beautiful ladies that are already in there. So it's going to be a lot of fun, but this really stirred up something inside of me that needed to come out. And so today I am doing this episode on emotional hoarding because I feel like it is such a big deal to so many people and so many people can benefit from understanding how to release these emotions. Because I'm going to tell you right now that there's so much going on inside that we are completely holding on to. And I mean, like, I'm picturing like white knuckled, like, no, I need to hold on to this. This is mine. This is a memory of mine. There is um, a huge feeling of betrayal towards the younger version of you, how, whatever age you were at when this trauma happened, where it's like, if I release this, if I forgive this, I'm letting down that little person that was just so devastated or that was so hurt. Um, so there's an internal battle that goes on when, when we have these things like emotional hoarding. What do I mean by emotional hoarding? Uh, I know hoarding, it's like I picture walking into a house and there being barely a pathway, right? Like there's barely a path to get from the door entrance into the living room and to find the bathroom and to get to the kitchen and there's no counter space and the place is just a mess, right? Maybe it's a pretty mess. Maybe it's not necessarily trash, but it is just stuff and stuff and stuff. Um, they have linked hoarding to psychological issues and so I, that doesn't get lost on me when I talk about this. Um, there could be a really, really direct connection between holding on to your emotions and also kind of keeping things. So, um, but I'm not a psychologist, so we're not going to, not going to get too much into that, but let's talk about a little bit what that's like. If the inside of you is so cram packed with just stuff that you can never find things, right? There's a first issue that you'll have. You won't be able to find things. The second thing is when there's no pathway, there's no way to get rid of it, right? It's a crazy thing to think about, but I liken it to the physical body because I have so much background in the physical body and what we need to do to be able to release toxins from our system and you know, cellular waste and everything that has to go, we are constantly flushing out through either like urine or sweat or our lymphatic system. Like everything is constantly flushing because we cannot keep everything in, right? That's, that's an issue. And in fact, a lot of people have that issue, right? And even the digestive system. So hello, are you pooping? You know, if not, you're keeping toxins in, right? And so when I do body work on people, I'll often look at the pathways and say, okay, what is causing this area to not let go? You know, for instance, with digestion, I mean, that was just the most recent example. I mean, a lot of people are not, let's say, quote, digesting life with ease. 
So whatever's going on, it feels like, you know, they just can't get on this wave and they're just kind of blocking out things because life is, let's admit it, life's a little bit crazy sometimes. But those people will have digestive issues. Um, so it's just like a different way to look at it. But if you don't, let's say, clear out where the door is, okay? <laughs> if the door's not clear, guess what? You can't open it. Like it's not gonna happen, you know? So think about it like that too when you look at a house and understand that taking things out, again, it's a process. It's a part of a process. Um, I will say that when people hold emotions in their bodies, they are not as, let's say, they are not as privy to that thought that they're holding it on. And, and the reason why is because we have been raised in a way that is telling us constantly like, okay, well, don't cry. It's okay. You're going to be fine. Don't cry about it. It's going to be fine. It's no big deal. You know, someone hit you with the ball. You're going to be fine. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. Don't worry about it today. Just let it go. Um, but in reality, you're hurt, right? And, and you do feel like crying. And it feels like honestly a pretty emotionally intact response to cry when you're hurt, when you really think about it. How many of us have been in those situations though and have completely shut ourselves off to those emotions? And then you meet adults that are like, well, I can't cry. I don't really cry. It's not really my thing. What's happening there? Is there a story there that is saying, nope, don't cry, or we don't cry in this house, or crying is for babies, not for, you know, five-year-olds, right? At five, we don't cry anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's this connection for sure in a generational line and also in society that tells us that we cannot let go of some of these emotions. And with anger, we'll talk about anger for a minute. I personally <laughs> have lived my entire life keeping my anger in until probably about five years ago when I started realizing it and started releasing it and put conscious effort towards healing that part of me that I realized I was having to release a lot of anger. And from the outside, people would not say, oh, that Aubrey, she is so angry all the time or she's super like passionate, like she'll fly off the handle and she'll just like yell at people or she'll get road rager. I was never, absolutely never that way. That's not part of my identity, but learning that I was actually holding a lot of that anger inside of me and just letting it fester. This was a big deal. This was a really big deal. When I started to release that, I actually provided more space inside and I could feel the shift. I could feel that I had more space for love because I wasn't holding on to grudges. You know, so where there's space, there's opportunity for growth. Where there's a bunch of junk <laughs> and nowhere for anything to go, it's going to be almost impossible to grow from that space. So if you picture this crowded house, yeah, like, you know, what's the vibe like in there? Because everybody who's been in a house like that or has even envisioned it knows that it is not a free-flowing vibe in there. It's, it's very cramped. It's very hostile. It's very uh, uninviting to outsiders. So when we can provide a little space, then we allow for those emotions to come through freely. They get to come in and then they get to go. And we actually 
lean into this flow of life so much easier when there's nothing there that we're holding on to. And believe me, everybody's holding on to something, right? But that's part of this work that we're constantly working towards that. But when your house and your body is completely stuffed, you know, I'm picturing someone who is getting sick all the time. Someone who is constantly triggered by stupid things, right? They can, they can literally say, okay, that was absolutely ridiculous. Why am I so upset about that? I have no idea. But yet they still get triggered easily. Or they lose it on their kids. They lose it on their spouse over something ridiculous, right? This is a crowded place. <laughs> this is not inviting to feel emotions when they come. So that is something that I think pretty much everybody needs help in. And that's why I'm starting that out this week with the membership. That's what we're going to focus on is emotional hoarding. I'm going to name it a little different because it does, does kind of have a negative connotation, but we'll be releasing that. <laughs> but on the flip side, like being able to fill into the flow of your everyday life, I mean, that's really what I'm going to be focusing on. We're going to be talking about how when things come up, we can just release them. If we feel like, you know, it's a sad day, guess what? We get to have a sad day. We're not going to worry about our life in a way that's like, okay, everything's going to hell. This is the worst day ever. You know, my, my husband's going to leave me. My kids hate me. Like, we're not going there. But we're going to pop in a movie like The Notebook, right? Or something just that allows us to release a little bit, right? We're going to go to the gym. We're going to freaking run our butts off for a minute, even though we don't like it. And we're going to release things that way. What can you do in your life to start the path towards that flow where you are every day? First off, we're going to try every day to have a good day, 100%, right? I will every day do my gratitudes. I will every day lean in and be grateful for what I do have. But that doesn't mean that every day works perfectly. That doesn't mean that nothing comes up, right? Things come up, we process them, we allow them to be there, right? And then we get to say goodbye to them. And if you're having issues saying goodbye, and maybe you don't even notice, maybe you don't even notice. But if you're not someone who ever gets angry and you're not someone who ever cries and you're not someone who ever laughs hysterically and, you know, these things are big emotions that are coming out and they're coming out in different ways. So lean into that and just allow yourself in that day, in that moment to be able to feel it, right? When you can feel it, you can regulate it fast. You get to move on faster. You get to now say, oh man, that felt good. Whew, I'm glad I got that out. Now I'm going to go to sleep. Tomorrow's a new day. That's the kind of path I want us all to be on. So you can take anything I said here today and start thinking about your life and like, how can I make sure that I'm flowing with this process and I'm feeling into all these emotions so that I can just release them and move on with my life instead of holding on to them and then the next day being like, oh, well, yesterday was such a bad day. It's going to take me a whole week to recover. Um, that should never be the case. That is a good indication that your house is full. Okay. So start thinking about these things differently and allow for there to be a little bit more space for movement inside. Okay. Oh, that feels really good to say, because I think there's so many people out there that 
are not able to do that. And, oh man, if we can learn to do that, you guys, we can teach our children. We can, we can teach our work partners. We can, we can teach everybody. And there's going to be a lift in emotional intelligence that's going to be out of this world. So I strongly encourage you to take that side a little seriously and see how it can work for you. All right, guys, have a beautiful Friday. Oh, the weather's amazing. I'm enjoying every minute of being cold with the fireplace on, and I'm sending my love to you guys. Check out the show notes if you want to join us for this masterclass. We're going to be, like I said, working on this emotional hoarding. We're also going to be doing a live Q&A session for the whole group. So we're going to go over things that came up for you that maybe wasn't covered in the class. And I'm also going to be demonstrating how I do my facial massage every day because I found it to be such a important part of my routine that really helps the lymphatic system to open up and the blood flow to come in. So it's all about releasing on a physical level as well as an emotional level and just just providing some space for you guys. So I do hope you will join us again. That'll be in the show notes and you guys have an awesome weekend and, and I hope that everybody is staying warm out there. All right. We will talk soon. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend, see you soon.